Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Behind the Group podcast. I am DJ Keel. And I am Basil Barrington. And we are back with the season finale of The Citadel, Secrets and Night Need Early Rains. That's a very interesting title right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, a poem right there. Oh, my goodness, right? So um, this episode got a uh, 7.6 and um i think that's fair i I think think, yeah that's pretty fair you know what this episode was um again this is the uh season finale we only got six episodes i love these short episodes i love like you know short seasons right you get right to it yeah yeah. screw up it reminds me of bbc shows like british shows they just get right into it they get right into sherlock sherlock's an hour and a half you get Mm -hmm. three episodes that's it so So, yeah I, i liked it Overall, what did you think of the series as a spy show and like a thriller? What was what, your vibes and overall take from it? Um, I am all in with this spy verse. I mean, the Russo yes. brothers has a name for it. The Citadel spy verse now, right? Yes. Yeah. I am all in with this joint because this I first agree. season, I mean, it was just, there wasn't, it's almost like, um, you know, I was listening to uh, the new album by Conway the Machine. This is a no-skip mm-hmm. album. You're not skipping mm-hmm. any tracks. The same with this like se- this season, right, with uh, The Citadel. I'm not... Mm-hmm. I can watch all six again, 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 because they were all good, even the last... Even the uh, season finale. So I think this yeah. is... Um, I think they figured something out, and they were like, we're going to make this work. I think Amazon was on board, and um, we know what's coming next. We know what's coming next, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I I like the universe. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, the universe is cool to me. Like, the whole concept of losing the memory, mm-hmm. the the spy agencies fighting each other. And it seems like Citadel is more corporate than we realize. Because the way they initially said it, oh, this is, they're doing their own thing. They're away from NATO, whatever. But, like, the way Dahlia described it in this episode, she's like, no, no, they got permission from NATO to bomb this thing and kill your parents, yeah. your father. And so, like, it seems like they're more integrated into the government than they were laying on before. But um, I, I like the concept of the, the two spy agencies fighting each other. And one of them is supposed to be corrupt and evil. But I don't know, man. From her perspective, when she's telling the story about her, her husband died, I was like, that that seems pretty, that seems very three-letter agency level. Like, yeah. They do that all the time. Like, yeah. I mean, what's, no what's disregard the difference? for oops. Mm-hmm. We got the wrong house. Oopsie. Like, they, they do that all the time. Like, that's, that's pretty consistent. So I, the thing about it is that this is all a gray area. They're, you know what I'm saying? Like they're, it, the bad guy is a good guy, depending on who, who's a freedom fighter for today or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's where we're at here with these stuff. And that's more factual. Like the three letter agencies here, they're, they're good guys. Sometimes they also do very bad things sometimes. Yeah. For the for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. Paying, they're paying their taxes for that. Exactly. For real. <laughs> paying their taxes though so i mean like it is what it is but like i i like that there's a gray moral area instead of just uh this is 100 percent the good guys these are 100 percent the bad guys yada 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 yeah. like that's boring to me especially knowing what today is like like this is factual it's more interesting that way but yeah overall i like the show i, I like the show um so do you think that just based on the season finale episode number six right mm-hmm. it was um they threw us for a curveball right yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that? Um, well, well, one, do you think that um, this storyline from the first season will continue? Mm-hmm. Do you think that? 
I think some of the characters are real, but you, like mm. there, there are three stars that do movies and stuff. Mm. So I don't know how much free time they have. Mm. So <laughs> I well, um, yeah, Nadia, she's got a family. She's a Jonas. Like he's, mm. she's just got a kid. Like I don't know how busy she wants to be right now. So we'll see. And then Mason, he's like, he he's trying to get back into acting after Game of Thrones. So yeah. he did he did some <laughs> other thing for the BBC. He was the bodyguard or something like that. He's done stuff. Yeah. And then Stanley Tucci's busy. Like, let's forget about that. Busy, you know. <laughs> I think it's probably the last time we're gonna see that guy unless he feels like it. Mm. I don't know. But like, I I do like the idea of the the show being uh, this whole universe now and you can do a whole separate thing like what's the next one the citadel diane or whatever it is oh my goodness I, dude that looks great that looks awesome russo brothers are taking over directing they're gonna they're gonna run that show yeah like, they that's do. their baby this is their joint this is the citadel is the russo brothers period you know so but but yeah, the, yeah. Well, but they think at the showrunner but they they're taking over directing duties for the, the next I, I should say the russo brothers and the russo family but here's yeah. the, here's the question though, right? Because again, this this episode was a curveball. We now know that Dahlia is the mother, Mason's father. Mason, yeah, mother. you know exactly, and um, <laughs> which is also kind of weird because you know they they work for Manicor, and but yeah. her son is a spy for Citadel, so that's yeah, really that's very interesting, interesting, right? And then we we all we agreed that you know Mason was the mole and yep. he sold everybody out. Mm-hmm. Which I think when he got his memory back, he was like, "Oh crap, what did I do?" <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, it. "Yeah, he yeah he walked in the other room and looked in the mirror like, oh, I'm a douchebag, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did not take that well." Well, you know what? I kind of think that they they um okay if this season is if this storyline for this season is completely over, right? I'd be mm-hmm. okay with that, but I think that it can't be over because. You still have Manicore and you still have this is, yeah, Citadel. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's not answered. So, so Bernard may have to come back. You know, um, Dahlia may have to come back. Dahlia's on a run now, huh? Yeah, yeah. So Dahlia's on the run. What happened to Bernard? Did he kill him? Is he did he get free? Did she is she with her? Like, what's going on? Because they do know each other very well. Yeah, you know, they're not like they're mm-hmm. not minor acquaintances. They know each other really well. Right. And I, I would bet money that Bernard knows that Mason is her mother or he, Probably. her son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll bet money that he knows that too. Do you think that um, Dahlia and Bernard may link up? Like, hey, you know what? You're on a run. You know, Citadel is destroyed. Let's like create a, a different agency or let's like, you know, we spin <laughs> up like the Citadel and do things. You know, it, this is okay. the reason why I'm asking this question is because. Mm-hmm. This universe, like you said, it's wide open. Where do you go? There's so many places you can go with this, right? I think they need to start small with the next season and mm-hmm. then build up to to get to the giant conspiracy theory and whatever else you're going to do. Because right. like you, you start a grand and you got to focus on to tell a good story. They they got to tell a really really good story. Yeah, and then you can get into the little intricacies of what's going on there. I, it's a possibility because like she she really wanted Bernard to go get the the missiles, whatever the course for the missile. Mm-hmm. But after that, she didn't really have any hard feelings with him. Like, but after after it failed, like what's the point of keeping him anymore? You don't need him. Like, right, you know. Um, and he also and she's killed burnt um, too, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Oh man, the, the her. her mother the the father's gone you know uh mason you know mason killed um 
Davik too. Once he realized that he's Mason, he's still a spy. He killed Davik. Yeah, remember? Yeah, he killed Davik. That's disappointing, man. I, I like the twins. I we lost both of them in the season. They need another good henchman guy that's that's mm. capable. <laughs> they need um, a solid henchman. You know when when uh, Davik was like when he contacted uh, Dolly and was like, you know, you think I don't know you killed my brother? You know, remember that? And she was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she was like, oh, you fool! I have a fallback. You're done. You know. And he was like, oh, you know. It was just like <laughs> it's it, it's so weird because like in a spy game, mm-hmm. you. Have you always have to look be uh you have to look behind you always have to look behind yeah you don't know who ten is coming at ahead you. yeah five behind at the same time yeah exactly so it's just like yeah. wow you know but he was the muscle he wasn't really like that the um the brains like his brother anders you know so yeah yeah but yeah he's the <clears> muscle <throat> now i they need a very good henchman for the next season they got to have a good because they were i like people that are capable like they're taking people out. Like they, their job was good. Like they were solid at their job. You need that because when you watch a show and all the henchmen are like they're bumbling idiots, like Keystone Coppers. I don't watch that. I, I hate that. Right. It's, it's annoying to me. Like just paper mache. Like I don't. I don't want to watch that show. Mm-hmm. I want to see because like Mason was struggling. Like Davik was giving beat him right there until he kind of remembered. Like oh wait, I know how to do this. Right. <laughs> but like that's what I. I, I want that. I, I can't watch a show where everything's too easy. Right. So yeah, that's interesting to me. It, it makes it more the drama is more real. Like it, you know, stakes are higher. You feel like oh, they could lose it at any moment. Like that's what you need for a good show. Right. And this show, realistically, because the stars, anybody because was there are to the level anybody was expendable. Like anybody could have died, and I like that on the show. Yeah. They didn't for obvious reasons, but like they could have, mm-hmm. and that's what we need for the, the going forward. Like it's got to be Game of Thrones level. Anybody can get it at any moment. It keeps you glued to the show. Yeah, and you know you don't get you get your hopes up about certain characters being good or bad. Like Mason started off being good guy, turned total douchebag at the end of the show. Like I don't even care what happens to him. (laughs) This guy's got he's putting babies everywhere. Like bro, dude. Order. Okay, speaking of babies, like that's they threw the messy part in there. Like, okay, let's create this one person. Let's bring in both Mm -hmm. baby uh, baby mamas. Yeah, and then you know it was the whole now it was it's crazy. So check this out. So when mm-hmm. um, Manicor was gonna blow up the you know kill like Abby and also like Bernard's uh, ex wife, they escaped. Mm-hmm. I guess they left and they went to the um, the Citadel headquarters, which is completely screwed up. OG headquarters, yeah, yeah. And so that's how when they were there. And, you know, Abby and the daughter came out, Daddy, you know, and then you saw how, like, um, Nadia, she was Nadia like, oh, was like, oh hell she no. Was pissed off. She was like, this she guy was, has Nadia two was baby like, daddies. I'm going to tell this guy that Nadia's first impression was uh, when this guy gets the member back, I'm going to see how this goes. Maybe I'm going to introduce him to the family and get in there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nope. <laughs> I regret that instantly. She's like, nope. Nah, sorry. This guy's dead to me. Instantly, she's like, nope, this guy's dead to me. Yeah. When she went to the other room and saw him, yep. she's like, nah, nah, that's a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be bothered. So, <laughs> you know, during that scene, um, when they were at the Citadel headquarters, which was at that point, mm-hmm. you know, Manicor came in and just like Swiss cheesed everything. They bombed <clears> that up. <laughs> it seemed like Carter almost like almost was like a 
a second Bernard. You know, he knew everything. He was like, yeah, yeah. we actually have, uh, you know, a backup of your memory, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. He knew the technology. He knew how to hack into the uh, sub, um, the submarine, the whole nine. Yeah, so, yeah, he's very good in the field. He's very good in the field. So do you think that, I don't know, I think they have to bring back Bernard on some level because he's not dead. But where do you I, see Carter going with this? Carter needs to come back to his own show. Mm-hmm. He needs a haircut, though, but he needs to come back. Yeah, he needs a haircut. I like to see Carter mm-hmm. come back and do more. He, he see, he's a good character. I like him. Mm-hmm. I like he's capable in the field. And, you know, he took over this. He was like, you killed the captain. All right, I'll just take over the ship. I'll fly myself. Like, <laughs> right, this, exactly. This <laughs> wow. This is crazy, man, because, you know, um, like now once once he got his memory back, he mm-hmm. realized and once everything came to, you know, once he just he was able to visualize his memories, he was mm-hmm. like, wow, I really screwed things up. I am an awful human being. <laughs> right. And now he's, he's not like, likable anymore. <laughs> and now he's like, wow, wait a minute. I have um, mm-hmm. a child with Na- uh, Nadia. Uh, he already knew that. Because they they showed like you know just some back clips. Yeah, he, he knew, knew he that. knew before. You know because like, this is see, he's a deadbeat from before. He got his yo. He's he, become a deadbeat. He got his mother to spy. He got his mother who works for Manicor to spy on a Citadel yeah. spy. You know, like yeah, really. Yeah. He he's been an OG deadbeat. Like because he's got the white beater on and the pack of cigarettes right. is getting milk. He's wow. going out for milk. That's he's, that's how OG he is. He started this. So for him to find mm-hmm. out, he's like, "Yeah, I'm good." That was that, um, that was a that was a really good um that was a really good storyline, a really good plot twist, a really good sync sequence that they created. Mm-hmm. I, I, like again, it was just like when they had the mm-hmm. both baby mamas like in inside of the HQ, <laughs> it really felt like a, a messy Instagram post or something like that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> dude, this is messy as anything. Right, it became days of our lives. Like, right, he was like but that guiding was, light. <laughs> but you know what? It wasn't even that. It wasn't even that it was fun or funny. Mm-hmm. It was just like, wow, they threw this in. This is this is a messy. Yeah, this these, guy is a mess. Wow, man, it's like crazy. So, mm-hmm. and then when this all like zipped up, they gave us um, a preview or a trailer mm-hmm. of the next thing to come: Citadel Diana. What do you mm-hmm. think about what they showed us? That looks good. It looks really good. Yeah. And I think that the writing is probably going to be a little bit tighter because I, I think these guys, like the, the the showrunners for this one, I think it's like a first time thing for them. Mm-hmm. I think the writing is going to probably going to be a little bit tighter and they're going to they're going to get to the action better. I, I, I think it's going to be a better season overall. I feel yeah. like they're because the thing is, though, all of these shows from Star Trek, you name it, the first season they're working out the kinks and they're trying yep. to figure out how to do this thing, mm-hmm. how to how to film it, how to do action sets on the budget. Once you get all that stuff worked out, it's seamless from there on out. Yeah, that's and true. like Star <clears throat> Star Trek in particular, after season two or three, they get the groove going and it's good to go. Yeah, and and this show, I think that they get to season two once they start going, they're gonna have a better understanding about how to do the universe. They have more stuff written out, so it's more interesting. I think it's going to be fine. Season two is going to be good. I think it's going to be really good. It's worth watching again. They gave, um, IMDB gave the show overall, you know, just a, a 6.1. I don't get that. That's too low. That, that's I don't get that. Yes, there's so much potential in this show. Like, this is insane how much potential is here. 
You can do mean, all kind of stuff. I definitely would not have given it a 6.1. I mean, they, they are off a lot, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. with this joint. I mean, you could you could go ridiculous like Alias. You can go like 24. You could go, There's a bunch of ways you could go with this show. But like you can you can keep it low key. It's like a small level thing or you can do high, big budget, whatever. Like it, the, the sky's the limit at this point. Yeah. The, the concept is here. This is um, you know what I'm yeah. saying. You can stop, mm-hmm. you can stop assassinations. You can do yep. like you can do really amazing stuff with this show, like Tom Clancy level stuff. Like you, it, the sky's the limit, literally. It really you have a is. whole new universe. And then the other cool thing is, you know, um, you know, sometimes with like some Tom Cruise movies and just other mm-hmm. like sort of movies that like really um, go hard with the technology. They introduce mm-hmm. things to us that may not exist. Like, for instance, Tom Cruise with Minority Report with the swiping, you know. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think that with Citadel, this universe, I think they have, uh, man, like you said, the runway is so long, it's so wide. I mean, they can have a, a season where, you know, these sort of uh, rogue spy agencies are working with NATO, like they alluded to in, a be- you know, in episode six mm-hmm. anyway, right? And it's just like. Yeah, yeah. This thing can go well, anywhere. Because this is like a black ops type thing. Like exactly. The government to use them to deny, to, to deny any <laughs> they, they, mm. the existence or whatever. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like Mission Impossible. <laughs> right. <laughs> Disavow, whatever, whatever. That's what you would use a thing like this. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think there there's companies like this that exist. Yeah. Like, you know, we don't name anybody, but like, hey, you know who they are. They, they exist, right? <laughs> Three-letter agencies use them all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely yeah, don't so want to name any of them on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Sky, sky is the limit, though. You can For do real. a lot of stuff with that. And, you, you know, you can go uh, overseas. All kind of stuff. Like the, This is a good concept. I like this show. I, I don't think it's a six. Like, you want to do your rating right now? Let's do I was about to say, that's the thing. Okay, so, do you want to rate the um, episode and also the the season, or how do you want to do this? I Okay, I, the episode, I give a seven. Mm-hmm. For the season overall, I give it an eight because of the potential. Yeah. I think that in the right hands, you have a monster show right here. Like, you could do so much with it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I give it an eight for the overall season. Episode was kind of like it's too much baby mama drama for me. Oh None of action, about, you know. <laughs> but you know, only yeah. a little bit of action to get into the sub. You know, mm-hmm. they did a little bit of thing, but like overall, that story's not even finished yet because you don't know what happened to the cores, what happened to Dahlia, Bernard. Everything's open ended still, so like nothing's solved. Uh, yeah. But um, overall, I, yeah. I think the the series is good. I I liked it enough that I would watch again. Yeah, I'm gonna give I um this um. Uh the episode an eight and the reason why i'm giving Mm -hmm. it an eight is because they kind of set up the franchise you know with this episode they set everything up right so i like that and i'm giving the season an eight as well because this is a a, the first time they they released this right yeah yeah it's a new show new series the potential is ridiculous like you said it's off the chain it is good other than and again, I know you watch some episodic stuff on uh, Amazon, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And we all we, we both know that um, the expanse was pretty good. This mm-hmm. may be the next episodic hitter for Amazon. I'm not going to say it's going to be Lord of the Rings because I don't know what's going to go on with that. <laughs> you know? 
this fair joint, enough, fair yeah, enough. this joint right here, this is brand new. So I'm just like, this could be yeah. it for Amazon. I like this, man. I man, I am but very I think looking forward to it. The ratings must be pretty good for them to be like, yo, screw it, let's go all in. Yeah, <laughs> the ratings have to be decent. And they had to have recorded some stuff to create this nice extensive trailer too, right? Yeah, yeah. I think this. I think the season's probably finished filming already. That's wow. how much invested they are in. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that um, two hundred and fifty million was for, you know, it's for both of these seasons. That well, makes more said, sense. They, they said it. They said it's up to. It, it could reach up to three hundred million. So maybe that was for two seasons. You know, who knows? It, that makes more sense because I'm like. This is it was well filmed, cinematography is great, action was great, but it was not two hundred and fifty million dollars yeah, great. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't blow up buildings and anything like that. Like, come on, man. Yeah. It looked good, but it didn't look that great. Yeah, this so is I, a, I think they, they probably filmed like two seasons back to back and yeah. that makes more sense. I think so. That too. that season looks ready to go. It, <laughs> as far as quality wise. It yeah. Looks, it's done. It really is, man. I can't <clears throat> I can't wait for it because like again, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I love just like, you know, finding something new that's really good and then waiting for the next season. You know, it's just like it's mm-hmm. only a few things on my radar right now. And yeah, this yeah. is one of them. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Russo Brothers. Mm-hmm. This is a great show. Amazon. Great show. Yeah, Gotta yeah. love it. I agree. Well, there you have it. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. I am Basil Barrington. I am DJ Keo. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And until next time, peace. All right.